now for another of our topic this morning good morning young lady good morning young man uh yes we don't we're not really <laughs> young but <laughs> that's so why yeah. i was hesitant young man yeah we're not that young <laughs> but anyway good morning all um those good on morning. zoom those on facebook where well, we don't have facebook today but those on youtube um you just say good morning to all of you but before we do that you know we got to get good morning to our father in heaven because mm. it's the as I always say, he's a man, man, you know. His presence is awesome and, and we need his presence this morning. So let's let's open up in prayer. Yeah. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you that you are continu- continually with us. And we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your presence, Holy Spirit. And we just pray that today as we commit everything into your hands that you will speak through us that we will be your mouthpieces and you will speak to our hearts and the hearts of each and every single person in listening fathers we prepare and we continue to prepare ourselves father for the return of jesus we just pray that you will continue to reveal to us what you want us to do as, as we're speaking as we're discussing different things lord that you will reveal to each and every single one of us what you want us to mm. do because each and every single one of us as part of the body have a part to play yes Lord. so father we just pray that you will have your way let your will let your plan let your purpose truly be established today and forevermore we pray this in jesus name amen 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 wonderful wonderful uh before we go um again just to, to remind you that um, we are available on on Facebook, um, Twitter, and WhatsApp at the moment. Um, so if you want to send us messages, you would like to you would like prayer, um, you would like anything or discuss any topic that you may be interesting for us to discuss in the near future, please send your request, and uh, we will definitely come back to you as soon as we can. And you can also email us. Uh, we are available at info at revelationhour.co.uk. I think I said everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay, good. Um, as we do, we always started, first of all, by looking at our current news, Christian news, and see what's happening out there. So, let's have a look. Shall we? Shall we? Is my English good? Very good this morning. Fantastic. All <laughs> right. So looking in this, what are you picking up here in those in those news? What is it that you're interesting to to discuss very briefly? Hmm. You're very quiet. Mm. There's nothing today, is there? You can keep quiet, you know, because I'm not going to say anything. So you got to say something. <laughs> you got to pick up something. Oh, I got to choose. Uh, no? 
That's quite interesting. So let me tell you something about those things. She has no idea in advance. So yeah. it is it's on yeah. the spot really. So I can spot. get a I can get a really a fresh reaction from her as she looking into it. Um so it looks like she's a... oh that's quite interesting. Which one? Biden. Biden. Okay, let's look in Biden then. Let's look in Biden. He says prayer give me hope. Biden open up about our faith is guiding his presidency why is this so interesting to you because i think a lot of people are are really yeah i think because of the things that are being introduced um through his presidency the laws and legislations a lot of people thought that he was not a christian uh, he had no christian faith at all so it's quite interesting how he's saying prayer gives him hope um I mean, we kind of understand about the different spiritual dynamics of things and um, titles and so on and so forth. But it's, I think that would be quite shocking for a lot of people. Do you think so? Well, yeah. it's, it's got like a bit of a Catholic um, background in that sense. So that's what it's probably referring to uh, in a sense. But I understand your point because I think as soon as he got elected, one of his first executive um assignment was to give right to um let's okay get people and so on and and there's other other things that has been put in place as well so i understand yeah he's still shocked and i i'm not shocked because a lot of people will profess faith in something yeah you know? um and he's probably grown up in that faith do you see um, he's been raised in that faith, but it, it's quite interesting that he's come out publicly and said that. I think it's quite interesting. Mm, fantastic. Now, mm. there's a couple of things that I wanted to check that as well um, for you, and I want I want your points on it. The first thing is this one. Yeah, that was the next one that I was going to come to. Il Song founder Brian Easton announced investigation into misuse of church funds. Really? Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, ministry staff. So, they, they are looking in, into this. He says this. Um, I was instructed to fill them. Um, this accusation of financial misconduct have surfaced in recent weeks after a former Ilsong staff member detailed the alleged use of prepaid expenses cards to fund the lavish lifestyle of pastors and leaders. In an interview with the New York Post, Ilsong LA Service Pastor Nicole Herman claimed that she has personally loaded the cards with tithes from the church congregation. She said, I was instructed to fill them. Herman told the New York Post, we had a team count the tithe after every service and they would allocate X amount of money for the PEX cards. And in a letter to songs to his song members seen by the Christian Post, Pastor Houston defended his church record of excellence in financial accountability and suggested that many of the stories that have been published about the church in recent time may be inaccurate. What's your take on it? The thing is, um, I, I always say about things like this that, you know, we're not there. So, and um, and in terms of reporting, we it, it's just, it's the person's, um, it's, it's about integrity, isn't it? And it's it really is about the person's perspective. Mm as opposed to the press's perspective and we're not there um but 
you know, I always say that God sees all. We're not here to Absolutely. judge. Absolutely. You know, it's it's between them and God in the end, you know. Absolutely. Especially when it's to do with tithes, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's God's money. Hmm. <laughs> you know, so the, the the last thing I want us to touch before we get into our main topic here is this one. Mm. The investigation after suggest that um this guy, the Church of England, um guy mentioned that the clapping of Captain Sir Thomas More was a cult cult of white British nationalism. Mm. And he's a vicar. So yeah, he has to apologize uh, after mentioning that. He said that the country's appreciation of the late Captain Sir Thomas was an example of the cult of white British nationalism. What do you think? I can't discuss that because I, I am not British, I so I can't really... Bit, I think it's a bit extreme, um, to be honest. Um, we could say, we could say, start going much deeper into like the spiritual aspects of things, but on the surface of it, it's just, at the end of the day, you know, the man did a lot of different things when he fought for his country, you know, th- when it was COVID, I mean, to get up at that age and then just to be raising that amount of money and then to do all sorts of different things. At the end of the day, it's just like, he's still a person, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and whether they idolize or they revere him in that respect is, it's, you know, that's their choice. Um, but at the and I think from his perspective, as Vicky's probably thinking, why are you actually idolizing and revering this person so much, you know, and, you know, you, you can't revere Jesus like that. Um, but it's, it's, you know it's it's one and the other you can't really put them in the same category and you know it's a person you know it's a person who's passed away he did a lot for his country um so people are just you know respecting where respected you and that's that's the way things are done um doesn't necessarily whether it's right or wrong but he's a person and you know he died he passed away and it's just it's just kindness to show respect if someone passes away you know if it was a, a loved one of ours how would we revere that person generally people go into mourning we do all sorts of different things because and it takes us a while and i think probably that is their their way to do it that's where that's their way of mourning and and, and i think that the other thing that's nice to remember is that this use as a symbol as well when you know when he was doing his walking and everything to raise Mm. money Mm. for for people in essence so i think it's it's just a really as you said appreciation yeah. of what he's done and recognizing and, and the country just recognize and appreciate that and and as you said th- this is this is not some guys that's just here he's, he's over 100 years old and in if if for the war you know and and i think that we've got to understand that without people like them you know it would be quite an interesting world it's quite interesting yeah, yeah because i i don't know whether you guys watch this uh this series on on prime and i watched this this time i think it went for three season um the man in a high castle and and really i saw it just depict how the world would be if hitler won the war mm. and when you think about people that actually fought the war in that sense you know we, we you know i always like you know for me i always have gratitude for those yeah. people regardless you know i always got gratitude they you know they risk their life so we mm. you know so we can live in a better world and and to be honest, you know, nobody wanted to live in a world raised, you know, in a world led by Hitler and, and the Nazis. Can you imagine that? So if you haven't watched The Man in the High Castle, just watch it. And you give you a in a perspective of how the world could have been, mm. you know, if the, the Nazis won the war. Very interesting. So, yeah, it's um it's a very interesting thing here. And and, and I think that we, we've got to give respect. I think 
I think, uh, personally, I think his message was out of touch. I think it was mm. um, heal advice. Maybe that word was, maybe his message was lost in translation as well. We we don't really know. Exactly. And that's the other thing as well. You know, people tend uh, to take one sentence and then Absolutely, and then just blow, blow it up. up. Yeah, yeah, completely. You know, uh, I always say I'm a very simple person, you know. <laughs> are you it's just yeah i'm very simple yeah you are you, you know are. when it comes to things like this it's just like yeah he, he was he was an older generation you know i was always kind of raised to give respect always respect your elders you yeah. know and in that sense from just that perspective alone mm-hmm. let alone you know that he's done the different things that he did but also the fact you know he fought in the war he did all these different things and it's yeah. just i'm very simple in the res- in the in the, from the perspective of you know you just you you kind of it's kindness isn't mm-hmm. it you know it's kindness okay so, yeah wonderful uh just a bit of fun uh we'll finish here uh, this one um don't know why it's, uh, i mess up president of christian university apologize for leading mass on campus noble fight um probably oh. during, during, during the COVID, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know kind of thing um oh, so obviously um yeah so that, yeah you're forgiven you know wonderful Uh, fantastic so that was the news uh for today and again like i said if you have anything that you would like to comment feel free to send your comment i can see some people raising their hand on on youtube wonderful um but feel free to send your comments whatever we are so um the interesting thing now looking back into um as we looked last week last week was good isn't it this this documentary the the new normal well yeah i mean we said we thoroughly enjoyed um the interaction and the discussion and the points everyone raised and and the things that were were highlighted as well Mm. and even after that we had people calling and and asking different questions and even throughout the week we've had people asking questions about different aspects of um what was revealed um in the documentary i Mm. think it's it was a really good um view yeah um perspective it raised a lot of questions um people had questions from that then and i think it's just allowed people to to go out and do a little bit more research Mm. or just just help people to to think yeah you know a bit differently about what's going on and what's going what what we can do in the future as Mm. well absolutely it was really good yeah love the interaction yeah we love that yeah it was really good um, we we're hoping to do that a bit more often, and uh, obviously, uh, unfortunately, when we show those those video, like some video we're going to be showing today, we may you may experience some um, disturbance on YouTube. Um, so we do apologize in advance uh, for that. Uh, we will try to if it cuts out, we will try to get you back uh, as soon as we can. Those who are on Zoom, you have no problem at all. <laughs> You'll be able to watch it all. But th- this is really out of our control because a lot of the stuff that we're discussing you know they can in a boredom of controversiality at times you know and and we know what it is at the moment but uh we send this uh this 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 program that we've done last week and this new um screening of the the, the new normal is on youtube on our channel the revelation our uh channel so if you want to watch it again you can uh plus the interaction after that but that, that was that was uh that was quite good so as we mentioned we always start our show with this and that's not changing because this is where we base revelation hour you know we want to begin to build a community within a community but before we do that we need to understand the way things are working at the moment and then beginning to find how we're gonna work this out now 
we've done a big topic on the antichrist and we've done other topic on the new world order as well so if you again you want to be able to get back to it just access our website or access our youtube website revelationhour.co.uk our podcast and there's a lot of topic on this but what we know for the fact is now the world has been built for the arrival of the antichrist we have no idea when he's coming but we do know that everything that's been put in place right now has been put in place from before but we actually see more the manifestation of this is really for the arrival of the antichrist so whether people are doing it willingly are they doing it without knowing that world has been built for him to be honest and eventually he would come and rule this, this earth for a period of seven years and uh, yeah and before jesus return we, we can talk about it another time but uh, truly that's where we look in the world is however you know for us it's, it's a very simple our focus has to be the kingdom of god you know how do we do kingdom how do we display the kingdom of god you know there's so many aspects of it you know our lifestyle you know speak for itself as well and also praying and fasting and continually trying to stay in the word of god very important few scriptures you know the bible speaking first peter 5 8 to be sober be vigilant sorry because your adversary the devil walk about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and second corinthians 11 speak also of satan that we least satan should take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his of his devices so things the number one that we need to understand is first of all is understanding the dynamics that's taking place in his world to be able to know what to pray for very important the second things that we need to be aware of as well is to basically know the word of god that is so important there's so many now doctrine out there that actually display uh things that diluted in a sense that make up things that we know the word where we don't so it's very important that we know the word of the word of god accurately now the book of psalm 119 30 says that the entrance of your word gives light it gives understanding to the simple and he also says 2 timothy 2 15 17 that we need to be diligent to present ourselves approved to god we need to be a worker we do not need to be ashamed and we also need to rightly divide the word of truth so it's very important that we have the holy spirit in us to bring life to the word of god so we can understand what the word is saying in that sense we've done a, a series on the late seven late seven churches the seven latest to the seven churches in a book of revelation and one of the things that was very evident in certain churches is was the infiltration of false doctrine it was the infiltration of false practices we actually brought the separation for broader separation from 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 god at the exception of a couple of churches such as philadelphia and smyrna so all things that we are talking about now they're all on our website in terms of podcast so you can go back to it you can do your own research we actually advise you to do your own research as well uh, to really get a grasp of really what we're trying to do and that really brought us to this new series that we started last week by first of all screening this movie The New Normal. But we want to spend a lot of time talking about the big players. What do we mean by the big players? We're talking about the people who are now making a difference. But that difference actually will facilitate the arrival 
of the new world order system or even of the antichrist in that sense now i was discussing with you mars and i was telling them that some of the people that we are going to talk about they're not even they're not even aware of what's happening mm. because their ideas their technology their uh, money would be used eventually to advance the kingdom of god so we've got to be aware that uh, the kingdom of god uh, the, sorry the kingdom of darkness <laughs> that's right <laughs> you know <Please>. thank you <laughs> thank you so we've got to be aware very aware of this that some of the big players that we're going to mention over the next few weeks they don't know that they're actually fueling a different system as far as they're concerned they want to create a better world and a better opportunity for people other however are well aware of what they're doing and they're actually engrossed into this this very this 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 dynamic of creating this this new society in that sense so we felt in our spirit to begin with this look how awesome he is man Elon Musk. Yeah, People he think he's. How does he look? He looks handsome in that picture. I was saying in that picture, he, yeah. look, he actually looks handsome. Elon Musk. You know. Elon Musk. I, I'm going to ask you a question, guys, and and you can just write on your comments. What do you know about Elon Musk? Yeah. Shall yeah, I say just what a, I said. Yeah. Sure. I was like, yeah, he's the Tesla guy, isn't he? He's, he's that Tesla guy. That's what I said. Um, yeah. So it's just like that's that's what I knew of him. Before yeah. I started looking into him, and we realized that there's a lot more than Tesla. It is a lot more than there's Tesla. a lot more than Tesla there. You know, so please write in your comments. You know, on your chat, those who are on Zoom and those on YouTube in your comment, what you know, what do you know about Elon Musk? And you just got in a few one. You know, Master mm-hmm. said he's a Tesla guy. Yeah, you know? uh, he's a bit more than the Tesla guy. But just to give you a bit of hint, what's happening right now? As of January last month. He has now become the richest man in the world. He surpasses the Amazon, Amazon guy. guy Bezos, yeah. yeah. And, that, and I was surprised by that when you said that to me yesterday. I was like, really? He was like, yep. As of, as of January, he's the richest man in the world. Um, so that is, is very, very interesting. So when I was like, huh? Because everyone is, I mean, if you kind of, you know, you kind of hear these things or you read, it's just like, you know, um, Bezos was the richest man and because of Amazon and because of everything that's been going down on in the lockdown, everyone kept saying, oh yeah, yeah, Bezos is, you know, because it's like he's raking it in, you know, and, and he has, he has raked it in, but I was completely shocked when Jean-Marc said, I'm, Jean-Marc said this, I've read a few things about Elon Musk, um, but when you begin to read more about what he's doing, then you can actually understand why, but he's been extremely quiet yeah about it yeah. in comparison to well, others in the it, sense it, of he's not being quiet but the thing is as i said most people know him for tesla yeah you know they don't know about well the uh, other things uh, as we go through his, his so life yeah. very briefly quite interesting um, be understanding that tesla is a very small part of who he actually is in, in that sense so let's let's give you a bit of a chronological tour you know mm. somebody said is he trying to create He's a starship with yeah. uh, spacex to start transportation between earth and space mm. do you know what that is absolutely right and i'm gonna actually even say between between earth and mars that yeah. is big very thing. specific it's very specific mm. he want to create a society in mars but we'll touch into this a little mm. bit later on in that sense so when we look at him and his life born in 1971 so he's still quite young 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not sixty years old, man. It's, it's no, like it's 49, 48, 49 years old. Forty-seven, forty-eight. Yeah. So he, he was born uh, in 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 Pretoria, South Africa, and uh, is born. His mother is May Musk. She's a model. Listen, she was pretty nice. She, I mean, she's like in her sixties now. She still looks. She's all right, isn't it? Yeah, very beautiful you know? woman. And then uh, and then his father um is an electromechanical engineer pilot sailor consultant and property developer that is mm. a lot of things you know for for this guy um yeah she's um yeah abso- absolutely and uh you know going through it and this is this is why it's so amazing at the age of 10 he had an interest in computing yeah and he learned computer program using a manual and by the age of 12 he sold a code of a basic video game he created called Blaster to PC and Office. <laughs> Mag- technology magazine for $500. So he did his first business deal at 12. 12, 12 years old. Yeah. You know, yeah. An interesting, interesting character here. And then you go on to uh, see him, 1994. All this information, you can find it anywhere about him. So this is not, uh, this is not secret. This is, you know, in the open, public. Um, 1994, he had two internships in Silicon Valley during the summer. Um, one energy store, uh, energy store startup called Pinnacle Research Institute. Uh, we're talking about electrolyte ultra capacitor. There's basically batteries. We actually with better life and uh, uh, more efficient in that sense. Mm. So that's why he was working on. And then the other one, which is a rocket science game which is really, I believe, when he's got his ideas Idea about spaceships. space mm. and, and, and so on in that mm. sense. Uh, 1995, accepted to a PhD program in energy, physics, and materials at Stanford University in California. Uh, he's trying to get a job in Netscape. Now, I don't know for you, for you guys, you know, like I said, I say young woman and young man, but we're not that young, you know, we're about mm. his age. So yeah. Netscape was the beginning of, you know, when we call it internet and, and mm-hmm. so on, other organ and, and technology as we call it. So it was a big, big company at the time. Um, you know, these days things has changed a lot. But uh, he never received a response to his job inquiries and he dropped out, you know, to start his, um, his uh, to, to, to basically so launch his can you his imagine, startup. like Stanford is like, well, like the Oxford and Cambridge, one of the Oxford and Cambridges of, of, of the States. Mm-hmm. So after two days, he dropped out. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, Can you imagine? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is, it's and then he decided amazing. to actually, yeah, go into the internet because he saw. It yeah, was, and 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 I think at the time, the internet, the boom. internet boom was this. That was the beginning of you know today everybody can just do. You're talking about broadband, you can you can log on. But back in the days, it was the phone. You know, I remember that. Yeah, I remember the line. You know, sorry guys, we told. You we guys are, are like, what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah we, we remember told. that. This yeah. is a whole school, 1995. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, very interesting. He saw, he, saw, he saw an opportunity there. He saw yeah. the boom and he just decided, mm. Do you know what? I'm going to set up on my own. Yeah. And this is what he did. And uh, what happened is, is him and his brother and another guy, they founded a web software company called Zip2. And uh, as you read here, Developed marketing internet city guide for newspaper, 
um, map direction yellow pages. Now, you guys, yellow pages, uh, does yellow pages still exist today? Yeah, it's online, I think. It's online now. But back in yeah. the days, we, we used to, I remember, you used to get those big books. Yeah, through the door. Through the they door. used to leave them by yeah, your door. By your door. Like doorstep. Yeah, yellow yeah. pages, you know. And in in that in that thing, that was it's like your Wikipedia. It's like your internet, basically. You will have information about every businesses uh, around. So if you needed a plumber, you needed a, a anything back in the days, you open your yellow pages, and you just look for it, and then you dial the phone and you call those people. Now these days, things are obviously very very different. But what they were beginning, they were beginning to use the internet to be able to begin to condense this information into much more uh, internet base. So, obviously, the company became very successful. and But the interesting thing, you know, we're looking at this guy be the richest mm. man in the world. But this is life. He could not afford an apartment. So, what he was doing, he was sleeping in the office couch and showering in a YMCA. They could not afford one. They could only afford one computer. So, they were all working with one computer and... That's what Musk said. He said the website was up during the day and I was coding it at night, seven days a week, all the time. And eventually, they managed to become successful and they have contract with the New York Times and the Chicago Tribune as well. So this is not some guys that just come from rich and got a rich money and mm. just set it up. He mm. started from the ground, from mm. the beginning. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. So, Next things that we need to know um, about about this guy, um, let's look at it. 1999, he co-founded XCOM. And uh, obviously, what I forgot to mention is that he sold his company, Zip2, yeah? And he got money out of it. And from that money, he, he come 10 million, he got from that money, he formed uh, this company called XCOM. And uh, one year later, the company merged with another company called Confinity, which had money transfer service called PayPal, mm. which today we're using. And they merged company focused on the PayPal service and was renamed PayPal in 2001. And as we know, in October 2002, eBay bought PayPal for $1.5 billion in stock, which Musk received. 165 million so it is very interesting to look into his business yeah. thing his business acquisitions yeah. and sales yeah yeah oh lovely one of our listeners in youtube nunez said the dialogues go spectrum dialogue so this is what they go. used to use back in the day thank you very much mm. for that for this comment and so as we look at it he started making set up his own business after leaving Stanford two days later <laughs> sold his company zip2 when he mm. became popular make 10 million and and, and make some a lot of money and mm. with 10 million he bought wait make 10 million and from that 10 million he founded XCOM joined with another company and then sold mm. you know the company so sold the company and the company was acquired and he made 165 million not bad huh? not bad not bad for somebody we start with nothing mm. yeah pretty much in that sense so and um it says that before the sale, Musk was the company largest shareholder on one point set one eleven point seven percent of PayPal share. Mm. Now, 
everybody's used PayPal. I mean, a lot, most of the people use yeah. PayPal. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. probably, this is one. Now, people, this is why you can understand why PayPal is one of the first mode of payment on eBay because mm. PayPal is owned by, yeah. you know, eBay in, yeah. in that sense. Very, very interesting. So it's just to really to show you a little bit of this guy, where he come from, who he is, and what he is. In May 2002, Musk founded Space Exploration Technology Corp, trade as SpaceX. And that's a, a company that could build affordable rockets with 100 million of his early 40. And when we're talking about Tesla Inc., yeah, he didn't fund Tesla. You know, people call him as a Tesla guy. He's mm. the CEO of Tesla. Mm. And as a matter of fact, um, Tesla was funded by two guys called Martin Ebert and Mark Tarpening. And they financed the company until the CR round of funding. And those men, the both men, they were extremely active and they played a key role in the, def- in the de- development of this company from the beginning. But then Musk joined Tesla in 2008 and he took leadership and became the CEO, but also he became a product architect as well. So he's not only the CEO, he's also an architect mm. to the design of the That's cars right. as well. So we've got to understand the background of this guy. He's not just a businessman. Is a designer, is mm. an architect when it comes to technology. And this is why he had so many ideas and this is why he's getting involved in so much uh, things as well. And as we know now, he's the longest tenure CEO of any automotive manufacturer globally. So mm. since 2008, he has remained and is still the CEO of Tesla. Now, with, with Tesla, you know, one of the ideas of Musk was to begin to make car more affordable for people, you know, and, and build a car that more efficient and powered by solids and so on. So we've seen car being very expensive to become some of the car that's been released lately that's become to become a little bit more mm. affordable for people to buy. And that's why you see so many Tes- more Teslas Tesla now. cars. Remember and when they first came, everyone, yeah. everyone was like, no one's ever going to be able to afford to buy yeah, one of those cars. Absolutely. Why has he even made them? Yeah. And now, in the past few years, you just see them everywhere. But that's always been his vision. Yes, to kind of bring, yeah. when he became a CEO, sorry, to introduce mm. those cars to become a little bit more affordable yeah. to uh, to, the, to yeah. the consumer in that sense. And efficient. Efficient. And obviously, the other thing we need to talk about is NASA. Mm. And this is where we're looking into a little yeah, bit more one, in, yeah. in that sense when we're talking about uh, Elon Musk this morning. This is really the stuff that he's doing um, outside. So in 2006, NASA announced that the company was one of the two selected, his company, uh, SpaceX, uh, to provide crew and cargo resupply demonstration contract to the International Space Station. And that's been going on. Mm. That's been going on all the time, mm. you know. And he's been just providing those services, crew and, and everything. So he's been launching rocket, uh, not not later the last month or before he's been launching rocket to the space. So that has been going on all the time, um, and that's something that he's been always interested in because his idea and his vision mm-hmm. as is to create a, a, a democratic society in Mars. So that is where he's working toward at the moment. So we've got to understand um, this guy when we talk about Elon Musk. It's not just a guy we're here to make money. He has vision. Mm. And I think because of that, people are very, very interesting uh, in him. And I would say some of the organization. Now, what we got to understand is that 
between SpaceX, his company, Tesla, when he's a CEO, another company is created, Solar City, he when he ended up going broke. And he himself says that he described 2008 as the worst year of my life. So when the crisis, the financial crisis hit 2008, he went broke and he took years to get back into it. He said Tesla wasn't making money mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And uh, SpaceX at the time, they have been pretty much launching their first rocket with called Falcon 1. And by 2009, he was leaving a personal loan just to survive. You know, so this is things that we need to understand in that sense. And at the same time, he had issue. He went through his divorce with his with his first wife and, and, and so on. But we're not interesting so much as a personal life. Now, in two thousand uh, uh, Christmas two thousand eight, SpaceX, which is his company, landed one point five billion contract with NASA. So they're the first commercial. Yeah. Um, company to ever actually do that it's normally done by government government then, private contractors private it's you never know. ever been done by someone like absolutely that. so that was very the big the big thing for him and by 2010 things has changed tesla had a 26 million ipo as well 226 and million. yeah 26 226 million and he was the first company to go public since 1956 and obviously Merck sold some of his share worth 15 million to get his personal finance back on the track. So he managed to get back on track in that sense. And, uh, you know, I think, and, and I think that that is true, um, and I think that people start to look into him as this kind of the billionaire, entrepreneur, designer, technician, and so on. And I, and I, and I think that when you look at, and it's quite interesting, somebody says that when you look at uh, uh, Tony Stark in the Iron Man, this kind of model into a, a little bit into his lifestyle as well. And I, I remember seeing Elon Musk on an Iron Man too as well, you know, which is, was very, very interesting. So in a nutshell, you know, when we talk about this guy, he went through, you know, they says that by the end of 2015, he made 24 launch, you know, uh, the space station extremely, really, really involved in that sense, launched so many rockets and so on. But what I'm very interested on today to talk about briefly, if we can, is this thing, <laughs> the Neuralink. This is something else. This is really um, interesting. We touched on it very briefly before and mm. really the idea of it to implant a machine into your brain to basically be able to tap into access of your brain that's been inactive for a period of time you know, for medical purposes as well, but for other things. So, you know, and they believe that this device will dramatically alert the way in which we communicate with each other um, in terms of devices as well. But what we've done, we've got a couple of videos that we want to show you and then we can then begin to discuss about it. So again, people on YouTube, please do apologize for it. If you have all detail of Zoom, please try to log into Zoom if you find that there's a bit of disruption in, in, in the video showing. But let's, let's begin to show those videos. You know, Monkey has been able to control the computer with his brain. Just, yeah. So your brain is composed of neurons. Neurons connect together and form a network that can talk to each other through synapses. 
They're the connection points between neurons, and they communicate using chemical signals, known as neurotransmitters. All of your senses, everything you experience in life, it's all just neurons firing, electrical signals, or otherwise known as action potentials. When neuron spikes occur, these neurotransmitters are released, information is then relayed across its synapses, and eventually reaches another neuron. Now multiply this process by 100 billion, and that's your brain in a nutshell. Electrodes are the way that Neuralink and other medical practices study your brain activity. By placing these electrodes close to neurons, the action potentials that create electric fields inside your brain can be detected and transferred to a machine that records and measures the data. Neuralink plans to use this to its advantage. Your brain has two main systems, your limbic system and your cortex. These two are in a relationship with each other. Your limbic system is responsible for your basic emotions, your survival instinct. Your cortex is responsible for your problem-solving skills, your critical thinking. It's where your consciousness exists. Neuralink is aiming to create a third layer to this. The implants would be a third wheel in this relationship, but would increase our capabilities by multiple orders of magnitude. They plan to increase the number of neurons that you can access regularly, that you can use to remember things or regain access to certain parts of your brain that may no longer be active. This is extremely useful for medical patients, some of which who had absolutely zero options up until Neuralink became a reality. The goal is to make this one of the most simple procedures there is, similar to people getting LASIK to improve their vision. But why do we even need this in the first place? Well, in most cases, it's a bandwidth issue. Now many people hear this but don't exactly understand what that means. It's a speed problem, it's an energy problem. It's how fast you can get information into or out of your brain. If you have something that you want to write down on a computer, you have to type it with your hands, or speak it into a microphone that's probably going to mess it up. If you want to learn something, it could take days, weeks, months, or even years to fully grasp. If we were able to solve this bandwidth issue, we could accomplish exponentially more in less time with much less physical effort. Neuralink cuts out the middleman, and allows input and output directly from your brain to whatever you're doing on a machine or vice versa. It's like going from writing using a quill, to having a pencil, to having a keyboard, to having Siri, to now potentially having nothing but the power of your own brain. This is where brain-machine interfaces come in, and they change everything. A brain-machine interface, or BMI, is composed of two things, a brain and a machine. The machine could be anything, a phone, a computer, a bionic arm, anything that provides you with sensory inputs from the outside world or an external source. These inputs are then returned back into your brain, where you can process them. But you need something artificial in your head to return this data to. Now don't worry, it's not like putting a CPU inside your head. It's actually quite tiny. Each Neuralink N1 chip is roughly 4x4mm with a thousand electrodes each. It's feasible to fit up to 10 of these inside your head in different areas, all to measure and affect different parts of your brain. But companies and neurosurgeons alike can't just go around throwing anything they want into someone's head. It's usually a lengthy process to getting these things approved by the FDA for medical purposes and later on public use. BMIs contain the potential to help people with a wide range of clinical disorders. Using just 256 electrodes, or about 2.5% the number of electrodes Neuralink eventually plans to use, human patients have been able to control computer cursors, robotic limbs, and speech synthesizers. The full potential with nearly 40 times that amount of electrodes is hard to imagine. Currently. The best FDA-approved BMI is used for Parkinson's patients, and it only has 10 electrodes. For Neuralink, this is just the beginning, and it's already a thousand times better than what is currently approved. Inversion 1. 
Each electrode is inserted into your head via tiny threads that are roughly 5 micrometers thick. They're around 10 times smaller than a human hair and contain 32 electrodes each. It's roughly the same size as a neuron, which is a good idea. There's a size limit for things that you want to stick in your head. Something too large is inevitably going to cause problems, so the smaller, the better. Neuralink actually made a robot that is used to insert these with extreme precision, which is pretty much mandatory. Humans couldn't do it if they wanted. This is a penny. It's pretty small, right? It's roughly the same size as the tip of my thumb. Now, zooming in extremely close, this right here is the needle that will be inserted into your skull. Placing it beside a penny, you actually couldn't see it. As the robot inserts each thread one by one, at the end, there could eventually be up to 10,000 of these electrodes inside your head, each responsible for recording separate neurons which can later on be analyzed. But not only can they read data from your brain, they can also input data as well. It's a two-way street. It's sort of like being able to upload and download things from your brain. Brain implants aren't exactly new either, though. They go as far back as the 1950s. Hearing implants are a good example. Neuralink just plans to take the baton and continue down the path, but in a different way. Other BMIs approach the situation differently. For deep brain stimulation, the kind of implants that were used to assist Parkinson's patients that I mentioned before, they essentially used larger stiff needles that were pretty much just shoved into the brain to affect neural activity, just as the electrodes from Neuralink will. It works well, but there's a pretty high probability that complications will occur over time. Seizures, strokes, and even more. It may fix one issue, but it's probable that multiple other issues will show up. See, your brain doesn't sit still inside your head, it moves around with you. Even if you think you're sitting still, your brain moves with each breath, each heartbeat. This is what can cause issues, and is why a robot is needed for Neuralink's procedure to be successful. Neuralink is taking a different approach, and it really isn't even a huge surgery. Your head isn't going to be completely peeled open for these chips to be inserted. Each chip will be inserted into your head through a small incision of 8mm at most, so less than a centimeter. You won't need stitches, you won't need any of that. It's hardly a surgery at all. By the way, those chips that are inserted are completely wireless, as you would probably hope. The craziest thing of all is that you won't need to go to a hospital or random place to hook yourself up to use this interface. There's no USB port sticking out of your head, you won't need a caretaker or anyone to help you. With the use of a single wireless battery-powered computer behind your ear, it will actually be able to connect you to your smartphone, effectively making your phone an official part of you. The options and potentials for this technology is limitless, and it's only going to improve over time. Now, I don't want to overreach here and throw out ideas that are impossible, so I won't. But I will give some solid uses and some pretty cool ideas for Neuralink that can actually become a reality one day. This is my computer. Ironside sent it to me a couple months back, and it is great for everything I need to do. It has a 2080 Ti graphics card, an i9 processor, and 64GB of RAM. I can edit much faster and more efficiently than I was able to before. I can play pretty much any game on ultra settings. But in order to do these things, I need to use my hands. Well, duh. I need to use a mouse and a keyboard to get things done in the way I want, or to move my character in games. But Neuralink may be able to change this. If a patient is able to control an arm with his or her mind, then it's not unfeasible to believe that, one day, you may be able to control characters in video games with your brain as well. Considering it's all Bluetooth, all wireless, it's not too much of a stretch to ask. This coupled with advancements in virtual reality will cause video games, and potentially even films, 
to become almost fully immersive. Let's take an example of where Neuralink technology could be used in a pretty cool yet practical way. Let's say you're about to take a month-long trip to Tokyo. You're an American, and as most Americans, most of us only speak one language. We'll have no clue how to get around any city that doesn't have street signs or directions completely in English. But luckily, Neuralink can help us out here. Imagine there's a Tokyo local who's lived there his entire life. Looking at the action potentials of that particular person, studying their neuron spikes in a region of their brain called the hippocampus, and in which order they occur, you can trace out a path throughout the entire city from when these neurons spike. And once this data is input into your brain, you'll be able to traverse the city like you've lived there your entire life. Telepathy is no longer unrealistic. The electrode implants that detect neural signals wirelessly transmit their data back to the small computer behind your ear. So, the idea of transferring data back and forth between these devices is relatively simple to imagine. And because the electrodes can both read and write data, you could theoretically communicate back and forth between people who also have Neuralink implants. Now at the moment, the technology isn't exactly close to making this happen. Maybe a word or two. But in theory, and with enough improvements, it is possible for high bandwidth communication between two people using nothing but their minds. It may be an aggressive approach, as Elon tends to take, but you can see Neuralink implants in human patients by the end of this year. And once that happens, it's only up from there. Improvements will slowly be added, and I can honestly see this becoming a big and common practice within the next couple of decades. You always hear that there's new technology coming out that will change our lives, but I'm serious when I say this. If this is taken seriously and can work in the ways we're studying and planning on at the moment, I see this as an invention that is on the scale of the internet. It will change the world the way airplanes impacted travel, the way antibiotics impacted medicine. Computers and the internet threw us into a brand new digital age. Phones and computers have become extensions of human beings. They can answer almost any question you could ask at a moment's notice. They've both been pivotal in connecting the entire planet. BMIs like the one Neuralink are creating are going to have a similar and honestly even larger effect than that. As time goes on, as we enter a new decade, Technology that we've passed off as unrealistic becomes more and more plausible. Things that we've written off as impossible end up being the same things that push society forward. Airplanes, rockets, medicine, all things that used to be seen as wizardry or some voodoo magic, are now things that we use every single day. As Neuralink progresses and gets better and better, its cultural impact will grow larger and larger. Kids being born today will grow up in a world vastly different than the one we're living in today the same way that we're living through a time vastly different than the previous generations. We will make mistakes along the way. The past shows that pretty well. However, humans overcome. We adapt, and we move forward. If you think we're living in the peak of the digital age, you have no idea what's just around the corner. Interesting. What do you think? It's it's a lot. It's a lot. I, I mean, I'm actually open to everyone's comments as well mm. on the on this Neuralink new mm. system. And just to let you know, guys, it's it's, it's this is not something that they thinking of thinking doing. about doing. It's, it's actually already it's already done. It's actually taking place. Mm. Um, you know, those things gonna happen. But let me ask you a question, Mars. You know, when you watched th this video, there was another video I wanted to show, but uh, mm, because of time, time, we won't. Mm. But uh, when you watch yours video, what is the first thing that popped to you? And then I can answer. And guys, feel free. Yeah, guys, feel free to send your yeah. comments as well. 
as we go into and robots and control um yeah robots and control this is it's as we said i think we've discussed it we said in the right hands this is you know and as we said people always make these things wanting to improve people's life lives and save things and they're talking about the from the medical perspective people who've had you know um strokes people who've had have different things going on with them in terms of not being able to move limbs um so it's if you think about it you're able to actually impart this into the brain put this into the brain and then it will actually affect the neurotransmitters so if anyone understands about the the body and you know the the nervous system if we took out the central nervous system out of our body we would be dead we wouldn't actually be alive we wouldn't be able to function so when you actually think a bit about it that way they're putting in neurotransmitters into the brain um if you think about it from a scientific perspective this is huge and as they said it's like something when the internet came it was a game changer mm-hmm. and it's huge um for people who are suffering with debilitating things such as this but in the wrong hands <laughs> there's always two sides of the yeah. coins in that and this this one side and as i said you know most of those big players that we're talking in this se- in this series a lot of them they just want to do the right things that's right. and that's exactly what i believe uh helen musk is all about is really to try to yeah it's got some interesting ideas and it's mm. got a different vision than most people but his, his main thing is to be able to create an opportunity for those that maybe don't have a arm on the leg and not able to walk or have a, 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 a spinal a defect. Brain a brain, something gone on something's with their brain. Something's gone in know, the brain that it, they actually they exactly, can't function. They can't function. So bringing this this new technology where be able to get it as it's showing this 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 technology will allow to tap into areas of the brain that has been completely inactive by the lack of uh, neuron activities in that sense. Mm. So he's looking and thinking, this is what we want. You know, on one hand, he want to head from a medical perspective, but on the other hand, he also wants an advancement in that sense of the brain. And we share a, a, a topic which uh, I mentioned as well um, before and uh, you can again just have a look at it you know when you got time and that was the new age mm. you know and we uh, share on the topic of the age of Aquarius what do new age believe they actually believe that the yeah. age of Pisces has gone which they were referring this age of Pisces at the age of Christianity and that now they said that now they are in the age of Aquarius, which is actually the new age agenda, which mm. one aspect of it as the spiritual side of it that we, you know, all more familiar with. Mm. But there's another aspect of it, which is a technology side of it, the advanced mm. technology and through the mm. development of mm. AI and mm. so on. A man can become a, God. A man can become God yep. in that sense. So very important. So what why Elon Musk has created here but it's creating this neural link in that sense. And, and, and I quote what he says, you know, he created because he wanted to have something to counteract uh, the artificial intelligence because he was always, he's always concerned that the artificial intelligence could wipe out the human race. Mm. So by creating this neural link, he allowed a man to still be in control 
of the situation as well and not be controlled by the machine. But uh, however, you know every in technology in a every technology in the wrong and it just end up mm. this way. We've seen it, you know, the guy who created the atomic bomb, that wasn't when he created he wasn't created to no. build a bomb. It was created to provide a better efficient energy in that sense. Mm. But obviously this technology was turning the wrong hand and used to devastating effect as we know from historians now so that is a very interesting the other aspect as well i'm looking at is this element of if anyone hacked into this neural link in mm-hmm. that sense mean that they will actually be able to control people's brain and people's mm-hmm. thought process because mm-hmm. there's an element as well which is you know we know as human beings we made of 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 you know uh, body uh, soul and and spirit mm-hmm. and there is a reason why we can we actually only can use, use only a certain of portion of part of our brain which mm. many believe we use no more than 10 percent of the capacity mm. of our whole brain and that believe there's a reason why god shut the other 90 percent of it now what they are trying to do again in this situation mm. is to begin Increase to tap capacity of yeah the brain. and that's exactly what they're trying to do so they're trying to tap into this untapped mm. part of the brain to increase its capacity you know and again on the wrong hand, is really, you know, you're looking at company like DARPA and so on, we're always looking to create this kind of super soldier in mm. that sense. And, and you, you've seen it in, in movies such as um, Captain Captain America. What was Captain America concept? It was creating a super soldier in that sense, you know. Superhuman. Yeah, superhuman. And, and again, that is a new age. That is a new age thought process. Mm. So looking at, like I said, looking at those big players, looking at what he's doing at the moment, have this wonderful vision. The fact that he's the richest man in the world as well, which means that he have the capability to do that, but also the association that he had with NASA and potentially orga- yeah. other organizations such as DARPA, which yeah. should be looking uh, in the future, can really trigger a, 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 um, a series of events, which probably won't be what he's thought about when he's decided to, mm. to go and create this. But we've got to be aware of this because... Those technology, this technology at the moment is moving very forward and very quickly. And, and that's that what is I wanted to mention. Yeah, go for it. Um, the thing is, people are aware. I think someone, Cherise, mentioned about the the launch of the satellites. You know, mm-hmm. to, um, SpaceX, the launch of these ships. And the thing is, what we've got to realize is, whilst we've actually, you know, and as, as John Mark said, you know, SpaceX has been going on for a while, and as they've been going up and they've been. It's, it's not just about space travel. They've been launching satellites in space. Um, and the as I said, the milestone, what they wanted to do was to be able to launch a thousand satellites. And last month, normally what they would do is they would launch 60 satellites at a time. Mm. And what happens with these satellites, they actually aid with 5G around the Earth. So what the, the idea is that 5G will cover the Earth. And as you said, as you heard him say, it's 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 about bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So what it does, it enables these this type of energy to be able to actually be permeate the earth in order for them to be able to use these types of technologies. So the you know, the satellites can speak to the technology, technology speaks to the satellite. But what they were doing was they were actually launching 60 satellites at a time last month. They actually launched 143 at once. Wow. And it's never been done before. So people are, are like like professors of Harvard, Harvard and things are saying, you know, yeah, it's it's great that they've been able to launch this amount of satellites at once. But first of all, why did they launch so many at once? 
Secondly, they don't even, because there's, in terms of space travel, that's also you have to t say what your cargo is and to be able to actually speak about it very clearly. And, and you know, like you go through an airport, you have to declare things. It wasn't declared. Mm. So they don't even know what cargo was on the ship. Mm. Do you see what was launched last month? But what, and for me, it's almost as well, why is there such a hurry to launch double your load? So these are all questions that we what need I, to ask. You know, I, I always ask questions ab mm. about things when I don't see, things don't I, I, add up. I'm I always think, asking I think, questions. I think some of the answers are very clear. <laughs> oh, um, we know. There, there, is, there is a race and, and, and such, you a, know, race such a race at the moment. You know, we move from the uh, industrial revolution to the digital age yeah. now. And that is really where the country is abasing into it. And every country in the world, every Western country or every big country, they want to, they, they to are developing it's like, it's like the race to the moon it's a race it? you know yeah, like it was before was before but now it's the race to technology in yeah. terms of artificial intelligence as first, well yeah and 5g 6g and i would go even say 7g are the chinese launched last year mm -hmm. they changed the 6g, the 6g last year mm -hmm. into our orbits 5g is pretty much a lot of the stuff that they're using at the moment yeah. so whether we like it or not the 5g is here to stay it's and, and it's just a transition to mm. the 6 and 7g later yeah. on which is important for the technology such as artificial intelligence such as things like Neuralink, for example mm. and other um Cars, com cars, company yeah. cars yeah. and other things that people are working driverless towards cars. driverless cars yeah. now every aspect of what we're talking about here there is a great element of wonderful for people who actually can't drive. They can actually have somebody to drive, mm. a car can drive. There's always a good side of it, but there's always another side of the coin. And the main thing is control. And I keep saying this, it just go back again to control. Those great men, those big guys who make a difference in the world, when they're making those difference, they are not thinking about controlling the world. Mm. They are thinking about making a better world in that mm. sense. That's how they think. Mm. However, the people behind it, the people who finance the project, the people who um, allow the contract to be signed or the different regulation to be put in place. Now, there was an element of approval by the FDA. This new running has to be approved by the FDA. Yeah. So this is something that they've been it's looking, done. it's done already now. Yeah. So it shows that they want that technology and almost may want that technology for good. But other people may want that technology for another aspect of it. And it's very interesting that we understand that as well. Um, I love technology, you know, I really do. But I, lately, the last two to three years, I've been very conscious and wary to be slow on the technology. I don't know if you guys remember, every time there's a new iPad or new iPhone coming in, the amount of people that we stuck behind Apple Store to be able to get all of the their devices. Wonderful. So one of our listeners, Sherisha, says this. I was thinking the same thing uh, regarding racing to get there first. It's a neo-cold war in my eyes, but just mm. in a different arena. NASA are on board because of what it means for American geopolitical yep. standing. Yep. Andy and the power and control that come thereafter. That's Absolutely. Right. And, and that's exactly. Country. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like when you remember the race um, between Russia and America before in terms of you know, being the first to land on the moon. I think the thing is, when we look at this now, it's just, this is about controlling the whole world. Mm. It's about controlling the whole world. Whoever actually had, and this is what we're saying about these types of technologies falling into the wrong hand, because, mm -hmm. and this stage really has been set 
for it truly is uh, for the antichrist it, you can just see it you know and when people are talking about covid the you know the, the vaccine being the mark this is nothing it's it's there's no way it is and it's just this is nothing the things that we are going to see in the future and it's in the not too distant future mm-hmm. our children you know will not live we were saying in a world the way that we know the world our children will not grow up in that type of world. Mm-mm. It's going to be very, very different in the next 10 years. Very different. It's interesting because when it was the 20, when w- it was like 2020, mm-hmm. our daughter said, that's it now. It's the next 10 years. We're going to see very different things. Mm-hmm. She was speaking prophetically. Mm-hmm. She kind of speaks in conversation and speaks prophetically to us. She said, this te- next 10 years, we're going to see things that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It's, a, you know, she said, it's the next it's the next generation but it's also a new a time of new things we're going to see new things new technologies and it's going to be very different to anything we've ever seen before mm-hmm. and literally within a year of her saying that we've seen things like this being developed and approved by the FDA and going and being rolled out so it's just we're saying that you know the things that are to come it's it's about preparing ourselves mm. and preparing the next generations the generations to come because the things that we are going to we need to prepare them prepare ourselves so that we're not whatever comes we're never going to it's it's going to be one of those things that it is going to be very surprising anyway in the in the the speed but when i read about the fact that they've launched dub, over double of what they would normally launch in terms of satellites we've got to actually understand this the idea is that this 5g covers the whole earth there are 3000 satellites up there at the moment you know his his they've got a thousand but you know at the end of the day there are 3000 satellites up there covering the earth at the minute communicating messages taking messages from our phones taking messages from siri doing all sorts someone at one stage which we know is the antichrist is going to have control over all of that all of that so this is why we're doing the big players because we need to understand what this technology is, who they are, so that when the Antichrist comes into position, we can see the moves that he's making in terms of all of these things. Because if we're unaware, we're just going to be sitting there and just going, you know, oh, this is nice. It's a, it's a <laughs> and, and embracing mm. everything that actually comes but and is pushed forward. And it's, it's very interesting because, you know, I mean, one of our listeners as well has sent us uh, something on our WhatsApp um, um, a biomed research international um, an article a pdf article so we're trying to send it to you guys so you can um, have a read through it as well but i uh, i think that as we looking and 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 beginning to uh, to study this 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 this, this new wave of, of digital information digital technology and and you know understand and i know that there's been a lot of conspiracy about the the, the effect of the 5g on on, on people on mm. the body uh, and so on however the, the things that we want to point out is regardless of why it's taking place you know this you know it, it, it is it is there to stay yeah you it's know? not going anywhere unfortunately so we have to find ways around it, ways around it mm. to counteract the yeah. effect of yeah. the 5g um um uh, signal on our body for example from a healthy perspective we've got to find another way to combat this mm. because of what is taking place you know was it, we're talking december china is already they already launched satellites 
providing 6G, 6G. You know, so we haven't even England haven't even ruled out the 5G everywhere. They mm. they they're doing it at the moment. Mm. So during this lockdown, the second third lockdown, they've been installing those those 5G towers in different parts. But China is already on 6G. They're already on 6G because the 5G has been rolled out mm. well well re- before yeah, as well. But remember, so. um, China are ahead in the AI race. So they're the ones in artificial intelligence. They've already already got robots. They've already done everything. Yeah. So they needed to have 5G mm-hmm. in order to roll out everything. It's and they important. need 6G in order. And they're they're ahead. They're advanced in the race. And we, we spoke about as well yeah. the speed of information, but also finances yeah. that's going to change the yeah. way we do finances as yeah. well, which is require, we require this, mm. this technology. And that's another thing China already, most of yes. the things they say, you go there with cash. Most people, most places do not take cash in China. Yeah. It's cashless already. Yeah. It's already done. So, so it it is interesting. Yeah. So when we're looking uh, at as this uh, Elon Musk and and character and and how he grew up and and his vision and passion uh, for him to make a better world, you know, this this other thing that he's doing that we haven't mentioned. Mm. We haven't mentioned his company Solar X. We haven't mentioned that he's been building tunnels. Um, yeah, to, to reach city boring, yeah. underneath. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it has been on the ground, so it's been yeah. working hard, a but lot, I, doing a lot of things. But but I think that what we understand now, for what we're seeing, is that uh, now this technology, the Neuralink, is something that they are going to use it. And remember, this is version one of the Neuralink, mm. and they're already making progress, tremendous progress in that. And so eventually, people will begin to communicate, um, as the guy was saying in his video, you know. People that love games, are young generation are a lot into games at the moment. Mm. So that is another dangerous thing for them, yeah. for them to be able to begin to implant these things, mm-hmm. so they can actually be immersed. And that's the yeah. word that he mentioned: immersive Immerse. technology. Yeah. And whether it is through games, whether it is watching a film, and and mm. when you immerse with this technology, it means that you can't immerse yourself with the Holy Spirit because no. your mind is completely taking focused, over. taking over. Yeah. And, and it's interesting in conclusion that I wanted to mention it. It is not interesting that the way Satan uh, really attacked the mind of yes. people, and this is the area Gone straight to the brain. Y- yeah, <laughs> this is the area that yeah. this technology is going. It goes mm. straight to the brain mm. in that sense. Yeah. But yeah, one of my other listeners said, uh, have you noticed that as soon as someone posts a video saying 5G is dangerous, they are shut down? Yeah, because, Absolutely. Yeah, because the agenda has already been rolled out. Everything that they, they need 5G and 5G is, is going to happen whether people, it's happening whether people like it or not, because in order for what they call the, the this technology revolution to take place, the next industrial revolution in that sense, the next one, next phase they have to have it so every all of the companies have agreed on it it's just like we were saying we're talking about if you worked in the city they would agree things in the city and then it would be rolled out and it's the same kind of thing what they've done on a on a on a worldwide scale all the people who control the world they have agreed that this is what they need in order for the this advancement so it's going to happen whether we like it. it's it's happening whether we like it or not because in order for the next phase to take place the great they're talking about all these different resets and all sorts but it literally is in order for that to take place. The shift, this next shift, it has that it has to take place. It has to happen. They need five G. Um, so, yes, it's just about looking at other other ways that we can actually, um, as John Marcus said, counteract that. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, this is it for uh, Elon Musk. Again, you can 
get it to more detail and finding out about mm. um is is what he's doing and when you're yeah. would keep it's worthwhile looking into yeah. because as we said the things we've when we look at other people like of the big players maybe they do one thing and or they do a couple of things but he does so many things that the antichrist could really use mm-hmm. <laughs> really really use um to control the world and it's not just a country he could he could use all of the things that he's doing to actually control the world and run things. So this guy is quite an interesting one. It's quite interesting that now he has been seen as the, you know, the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. He's been looked at as the most important man in the world. All of these different things. Um, and it's it's just, as we said, I don't we don't think he has any idea, you know, but he could definitely be utilised and the things that he's using mm-hmm. um, by the Antichrist. Most definitely. Mm, definitely. Next week, we will be looking at an organization that maybe some of us are familiar with, uh, which is, is a, like a private contractor who is working a lot with NASA and other organizations called DARPA. Mm. Um, so we will look into DARPA next week and just to really understand how this big player been a big player for so Long many years time. but they they're more like a dark horse they're yes. like in a secret they yes. operate in a secret yes. so not many people know so much about that part no. but they are responsible for a lot of the things mm-hmm. that we're using yep. today they're involved in financing anything facebook. such as facebook so yep. for example that we're mm-hmm. using and so on so mm. next week please join us again as we we look about that part. We've got a question here. Do you know much about his personal life, family, wife, children, etc.? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. We can we find a lot of this yeah. information as well on the on the Wikipedia, anything. Yeah. But what we know so far is that in terms of his personal life, he was married three t- well, he's married twice. Um I would say three times, but twice. First, we got married for a long period of time. A uh, lovely wife, he actually was a Canadian author and he has six children with her as well. Then he divorced, then married uh, another lady called Afinrila Tile, as I think, if I remember. And uh, he married her, then uh, filed for divorce, then remarried her again, and then she eventually filled herself for divorce. So he had his personal life as and be extremely, um, as you call it, um, successful. successful in essence. And he's currently uh, dating a Canadian uh, lady. Do you know her name? She's called Grime. She's a music. She's a music artist. Yes, musical artist in that sense at the moment, and um, yeah. So he's been dating her. Um, you said that uh, you find it uh, weird. What do you find it weird? No, I just spirit spiritually. Spiritually in that sense. So yeah. So in terms of his personal life, um, really, uh, in that sense, uh, he's uh, he's got a lot of children. Uh, let's put it yeah, this way. Yeah, he does. He, um, <laughs> which is which is nice to see. Been, yeah. But yeah. And. Uh, yeah, and he's been uh, he's been living in Texas since um, since uh, last year, since December last year. So yes, it's been a it's been interesting. But uh, he, you know, he had some interesting ideology to conclude as well uh, in that sense. I mean, this you know, this this big thing about the the COVID nineteen, you know, um, saying things such as the the statistic of the uh, death has been manipulated mm. so he's been very he's been very outspoken uh, against uh, COVID-19 mm. and and really bringing conspiracy uh, into the COVID-19 mm. as well uh, fighting against lockdown in a state as well yeah. so uh, politically 
he had his hand he, you know he support democrat he support republican he, he want he want a free democracy that's what he's talking about yeah. it's this 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 kind of democracy mm. uh, a free democracy in that sense so it doesn't have it's not affiliated to a democrat it's not affiliated mm. per se to a republican because he's he's investing in both parties but it's really for this free but his his main vision and his main thing is to create a society in mass which will be free of all this nonsense that he called on the on this mm. earth here in that sense. And that's one of the reasons he's working very hard in trying to really launch, you know, launch rocket to Mars, you know, mm. with people in it and trying to colonize Mars and create it. And you find out we haven't heard about Mars since we talked about Mars two thousand and eighteen. They were talking a lot about it when they launched their satellite mm. and exploration. We haven't heard so much about NASA and what they're doing, but obviously they think going on there. Oh, they yeah. don't want us to know. Yeah. Uh, but they are they are doing this. Yeah. They are For doing them this. to be launching so many so many satellites, what they said called satellites, but they're saying they weren't sure what the cargo was mm-hmm. that went up last month. Yeah. There's something going on, and we'll probably hear about it in the next few years. Yeah. Not even that, I don't think. Absolutely. But we continue to pray and keep our eyes on Jesus. Yep. And uh, we give thanks for his revelation and just continue to pray that he continues to help us to be able to discern the times, the seasons Mm. that we're in and the position that he wants us to be in, in order for us to fulfill the purpose and the mandate that he has for Mm. all of us. So, Father, we give you thanks for today. We give you thanks for every single person who has listened. And Mm. Father, as we said, there's a lot to take in from what we were speaking about today. and, And there's a lot to mull over. But in the end, Lord, you are the author and the finisher. Mm. You know, you are the author and finisher of our faith and you are the author and the finisher. You are the creator of all. Mm. And even though as men, you know, there are many, many plans in a man's heart, but it's truly your purpose that prevails. Mm. So, Father, we hand everything over to you. We hand our hearts, we hand our lives over to you. And we just pray, Father, that you will continue to speak to us about the race that we are to run mm. and the race that you want us to to complete father Mm. so father show us where we need to be positioned show us about our positioning show us about our giftings our talents show us about those things and father i pray that we'll be obedient to do that which you have called for us to do whilst we are here in this time and for the time to come father we give you thanks and praise for everyone we pray blessings over every single person today we give you thanks and praise in jesus name amen Amen. Okay, guys. Thank you very much again for uh, joining us this evening. And again, we want to apologize for those who were um, on YouTube and won't be able to see this video. We'll be posting this on YouTube so you can watch the whole uh, episode. We'll see you again, guys, next week. Same place, same time, 10 a.m. Ciao, guys. Bye-bye.